Simpsons is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. We're thankful that you're with us today. We'll get to your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG this hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all focused and ready. Uh, to walk through the stories of the day. If you missed uh, the show prior to this moment, we've been through a lot. You can always go back and catch those archives on uh, the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. Uh, It's archived every day. You also can catch archives on our YouTube channel uh, as well. If you go back and pick up the parts of the show maybe you miss. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussing. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience for now. What, over a quarter of a century? Yep, 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 yep. How about, did the... We'll get to some phones here in a minute. Do you even want to talk about D.B. Cooper again? It's like D.B. Cooper, it Rick, won't go I, I away. Thought, I, mean, I thought Cooper. we had kind of put that story to bed yeah, to too. some degree. It's one of those mysteries that we still seek an answer to. <sighs> uh, it's a long Cooper. list. But uh, when I saw the drawing, the sketch of D.B. Cooper on the story, I thought, you got to be kidding me. It's back again. Back again? How is D.B. Cooper backing? What, uh, what, what can we possibly say? About D.B. Cooper, other than we have the answer, it's official. It's a 49-year-old cold case, Rick. D.B. Cooper hijacked a Northwest airline flight from Portland to Seattle in November 1971. He demanded $200,000 cash. He got that, and he basically, or basically he did, he parachuted out of the back of the plane. I know. Do we? I know. Not a lot of people do that. And Adler's showing this. Didn't we all land that we thought it was Rackstraw? <laughs> we kept calling yeah. him Rickshaw, but it's <laughs> actually Rackstraw. And uh, looks a lot like him. One of the one of the things that uh, that came about the case, a break in the case, was um, uh, let's see, what year was this that this happened? Nineteen eighty. Uh, nine years later, a young boy camping with his family on a. Uh, uh, a stretch of the Columbia River northwest of Vancouver discovered $6,000 of Cooper's ransom money bound together by elastic bands while they dug a fire pit on the riverbank. The discovery led the FBI to believe that the money had washed down the river 18 miles from the general area that Cooper jumped out of the plane. It had been buried in the sand. The money was also the only clue to what had happened to Cooper, who disappeared after pulling. Uh, uh, off the midair heist. Now, Tom Kane, uh, armed with an electron microscope, has thrown down on the theory after he discovered that seasonal, and he calls them uh, D-I-A-T-O-M-S, or what we would say tiny deposits of algae, present on the money showed that the cash had been submerged in the water several months after the hijacking before being buried. Now, the way he did this is the algae that is on the money is a spring algae. It wouldn't have been in the water in November when he jumped. So he's saying if spring algae and microscopic uh, examination is on the money, meant that that money had to go in that water in the spring, not in November when he jumped. So the, uh, the the thought before was that some of the money got away from him, it washed down the river, it got stuck, got hid, got covered up, and was found. He's saying that doesn't 
wash, so to speak, <laughs> uh, so to speak, uh, with play on words with his uh, discovery that says there is spring algae in microscopic levels on these bills. Well, what would that mean if it was there in the spring, not the November? What they came it, back? It would mean that or that that money got into the river in the spring, not in the winter. So did well, which did was before he did DB Cooper hide it? And then it wash into the river. It it just brings into question when that money actually went into the river and why. In other words, the, the theory before was pretty solid. Look, he crashes, he lands in the water. Some of it gets away from him in the backpack. He had two hundred k, and they found about six thousand. So you know, and DB Cooper gets away with the rest and all that. But now they're saying, wait a minute, if this went in the water months. After he jumped, that theory can't be true. Does that mean he lived out in the land on the land for a while? They're thinking he stayed out there for several months. Did he hide it somewhere and then a spring flood come yeah, and yeah. remove that part? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it brings a lot of questions. Does it mean this? If it he, just means the 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 old theory they had cannot be correct. Well, let's go back to this. So, so then, the cold now let's develop new again. ones. Now let's develop new uh-huh. ones. Could it be? That D.B. Cooper buried all of it, and now we need to get in there and try to find the rest of it. Hmm. Well, it, it might be, but he had to bury it in the spring, which would have been months after that. Right. So I, I, it, I think it opens up all of it. We, we just don't know anymore. Are you still giving the energy to the story we once did? I don't know. I don't have the energy I once had. Because they never give me anything <clears throat> that you go, ooh. It's never anything. Well, this is a this I is a little bit. I we walked up bit. on that guy that time. Remember that time that we walked up on the guy and he starts asking, him, "Are you DB Cooper?" Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, that. that was that's good. better. I enjoyed that. that kind of this stuff like this right makes strong? me think too much. That was that was no, kind of another guy. I think. Yeah, I think now, was, which one? There was one of them. Is it is it Rack Straw that had uh, paratrooper training from the military? Yeah. And then one of them, they examined the shirt he left behind, and it had fibers from a Boeing plant in the area. Some mm. some material they use. And wasn't that the same guy? Didn't they, didn't they think that was the main reason it was Rackshaw? Nah. I, there's been several. I can't I, see, I get Rackshaw. There's memory. two people, and <laughs> right. I get them confused which one's which. <laughs> right. You hear me? I have to refresh my memory. Yeah, I, I have to look remember. up the whole case again now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sudden. Like I say, we can, how do we even get him into 2020? But I do want to know what happened and how all this went down. I mean, it's just one of those things we want to know. Look, I'm impressed that he jumped off the the, the flight and he and got down. You know, there, the one of them was he never survived. Right, he was he's dead as a wedge. But we never found the body. No, mm. they never found the parachute. Mm-mm. But so, they found six thousand dollars of the two hundred thousand dollars in money. which now means it was put there months after he supposedly jumped. We don't know about this. We don't know about Amelia Earhart. Don't get me started on that. We don't know. You know. There's, All these things, I always see a headline. I go, hey, this is going to be something just, you know, shocking. Yeah. And it never is. So, I, really, I really want the case to be broke wide open. I, I, need, I need something on this. I, I, if you could only have <laughs> thank one. Thank you, Rick. I was going there. Yeah, if you could only have the answer on one. <laughs> what, is, what is my choice? Well, you've got John Bonet Ramsey. I, would th- I might want that one. Above all of them. Yeah, I think Is so. Kennedy included in this? Yes. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah. I think. And it may turn out to be just what about it's Bigfoot? Well, <laughs> I'd like a firm <laughs> Okay, what it's about got, this? I okay, I'll, I'll say this. Over all of them, I might want Calvin Parker. Was he really examined by aliens? Okay. Because right. that opens a whole other can of worms. We got Betty and Barney. Right. I don't we get got, that story. We got Calvin. 
Right. We got Travis. Right. Those are all alien right. abductions. You can have yeah. any of those three. Any of them, or all of them. You can have John Benet Ramsey's murderer. Ooh, you can have good. final closure on who shot Kennedy. Okay. Mm. Mm. Uh, good, Rick. Yeah. And or you can have this is officially DB Cooper. Mm. Well, that's a lot. That is, which, you can that's only pick one. Rick, only, what, Rick, what would you pick? Well, I, I got to tell you, I'm going with John Benet Ramsey. I, 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 that, I, that, I am just, too, Rick. I because, think I am. I'm really tired of that. Just because of the because <laughs> I, I a life right. was lost in that, and it was recent history for us. It's just that I would like to know the answer to that. But I will say this: the the, the concept that there may have been aliens examining mm-hmm. people would mm-hmm. open up a whole I new. Know. You're right. And 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 I, that would be very concerning. That, uh, that and was, I think the Betty and Barney Hill one is one of the more intriguing ones because she had no astronomy, astrophysics training at all, but was able to draw a fairly good map of what she saw in the spacecraft and where the aliens said they were from. All right, you're right. Uh, my, that's it, that's, my mind started working well, I don't this. think we've given that one. Enough. My heart breaks for John B- oh, Bonet yeah. Ramsey, but here, yeah. here's the deal. Look, to your point, and then we'll go to break and come back and take your calls. We already know there's evil people that kill people. Yep. So we already know that. Right. Okay. If, if there really are alien beings that are flying here, and and they're dealing with people, and right. we can finally get confirmation on that. Right, that's a game changer. Yeah, right. Yeah, for, yeah. for everybody. Yeah. So I think we have to go there, guys. Even DB Cooper, we know people hijack right. planes, right. And whatever. It's not. And like it's intriguing. It's not like we're finding out new right. things about our, right. about the about the whole wide Rick, universe. I ain't worried so. about DB Cooper picking me up and examining me with a handful of jelly. No, you know what I mean? No. If I so. can if I can go largemouth bass <laughs> fishing and end up getting probed, I need to know. Yeah. You know, I, I need to know. It's the an, scene from Fire in the Sky where they're, they're doing the exam. Is that one of the most yeah. t- horrifying things you've ever seen? And I think, of course, in that interview I saw with him, he admitted they exaggerated all that. Well, let's he go, said it wasn't that bad. Well, we're going to go back to this, though. The problem is, if we get the answer, and that's all I'm saying, if the answer is, oh, these people just making this stuff up, you're back at no answers again. Because I just said we're going to get the answer. But, the answer but we did. We did answer one. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. I feel their eyes all over me. It's looking like conspiracy. I'm out of friends that I trust. Maybe they're on the All right, so uh, to the phones we go at 866 We Be Big. Cooper, Cooper standing by an op. Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, buddy? Cooper. Hey, I'm great. Good morning, Biggin. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, sitting on top, sitting on top. I hear you. Look here. What about the Patterson film? You know? Yeah. yeah. Were, I'd like to know yeah, if you're it's right. real or not. I agree. I, I agree. agree. We, we got to put that on the list. We were just talking about it in the kitchen. That If we could just know if that I, – I want somebody that you know to come clean and say, look, I was there. I know where we got the, the outfit at. We did it as a prank. It got out of control. Somebody found it later. Mm. We couldn't back up the, you know, so, something like that. Yeah, I told Bubba, here's the, if we, if we do the dream scenario, it, but sadly we're going to make it rough. There's one press conference. Yeah. And, and somebody's going to walk to that mic and they're going to rattle that mic and say, is this on? And they're going to say yes. And there's going to be microphones everywhere. It's going to be wall to wall coverage. And they will say, today we can confirm and finally put to rest blank. And and one would be the Patterson film 
It's on uh, the list. It, it 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 was a hoax, or it was not. This creature may not exist anymore, but that film is legit. <laughs> Uh, these people, I, we can confirm that they, so-and-so was carried off by aliens. Here's who killed John Benet Ramsey. Here's D.B. Cooper. Uh, any of these these unknown things, John, John F. Kennedy. But I think the one that may affect us the most is still these alien abductions. That That's the one we probably need yeah, to answer to the, I, the most. I'm not worried about somebody taking me out in a parade in Dallas. You know what I mean? It's And even the Bigfoot as, numbers seem to be pretty low. Yeah, yeah. But if 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 I can't go out walk on the street by myself without something abduct, abducting me and uh, giving me a physical with a handful of jelly, I don't you know, that's, that's worrisome to me. See, right you know now I mean? when when we go hunting now, we know there's some <laughs> things in this world you just can't explain. <laughs> right. And there's sounds out there in the middle of them woods make a grown man die from. <laughs> Okay. Things that crawl, yeah. things that creep. We've, we've realized the two that probably scare us the most. <laughs> things just, that run around on the ground. Are, there we go. You know what? When we go out there, we really. What about re- old Lucius Clay? Hey, he hey, gets up and he walks around. Two of the. You better believe it. Yeah, two two of <laughs> the most terrifying sounds where we live. And again, now we don't live. I've you know in Africa and all that would be different. But a lot of weird. But stuff. where we live, the most terrifying sounds that we hear are bobcats and foxes. Yeah. They make some of the most blood curdling sounds. Sure yeah. And and it's a, and and if you're anywhere that has peacocks, they'll they'll sit down. Oh, a peacock can scream. You ever heard a peacock go? It's a bad yeah. It'll send a chill up. But can I tell you, but just again, it, walking around with that clanking noise. Oh, that yeah, that's a weird animal. But well, like you said, but if I'm going out there and I think so in a greenfield, a a, 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 a flying saucer of some type wow. can land and take me mm-hmm. and and you can confirm at the press conference this is possible mm. yeah, that's, that's that's that probably that, that's a big one that's see, a game that's a fear that's still in play yeah you know there's some of these others i don't really fear it now because i think it's all right you know i mean I, right. i'm not saying people that have something happen to them but i don't think but if i could get confirmation now i got a whole new look now right by the way, if I'm Travis, whoever, I mean, I'm so traumatized if that's a real story. Y'all, everybody goes, now, you know we can't do that. Why? Well, because once it gets dark, Rick won't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely right. not going to the woods. Rick, I, I'm not going out in the middle of the day because <laughs> so, i got to hold my shotgun. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to um, – Oh, that's m- awful. That fire in the sky is awful. Let's go to Mo. Mo's in Macon, Georgia. Hey, Mo. Welcome. Hey, hey guys. Good morning. i got two things. One is – there was a bear that was hibernating out there on that river, and he woke up in the spring and kicked that money in the water in the spring, and that's when that's causing all this confusion. Okay, and he's the one with the Trump sticker on his collar. Oh, okay, uh, let's go to uh, Connor in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Connor, go ahead. Hey, Biggs, how are y'all? Good. Yeah, good. Hey, I'm not a bear expert by any means, but uh, oh, yeah. back in 2018, can Wait. you hear me? I'm sorry. I'll say it again. He's not a bear not expert. A no, no. But back in 2018, me and Dad went to Alberta and went bear hunting. And uh, just from that, those things are super skittish. Not aggressive. Black bears are—they're not aggressive at all. But they are—they are super skittish and super um, curious, I guess, if you will. So, you know, other than being in Gatlinburg or maybe Asheville, where that other one was spotted, I don't think anybody could put a uh, sticker on. No, that. I don't either. <laughs> you had to be the person that put the actual collar on. But we—we've yeah. seen video of hunters in a tree, and and there was bears came up with him. Oh, going right up that well, you tree know, she to take had, a look. She had tiny little cubs with her. You don't want cubs. Yeah, but I, I can't have black bear nosing around me in a tree. Can't have no. That. that guy stayed calm. Is that video? Yeah, that's no bear was just right beside him. No, when the bark starts flying, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to defend myself. I think anonymous in Talladega. Yeah. So good morning, guys. Hey, hey, the Green Acres. Hey, thanks for the call, oh. buddy. <laughs> 
Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, there is actually a place in Birmingham that has some of the D.B. Cooper money. Really? Um, for yeah. sale. Yeah. I remember, oh, I remember that. that. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. You're yeah. right. Yeah, you're Hit right. it on uh, Pawn Shop. We did our article. You're on right. Yeah. I do remember that. Front of our next word, J.T. used to work. Grant in Florida. Grant, go ahead. 30 seconds. Good morning, Biggins. Hey. Buddy. Hey, there is a new documentary on Netflix that breaks down forensically the Kennedy assassination. There we go. Mm-hmm. And they determined that it was one of the uh, FBI or uh, Secret Service agents behind him yeah. that stood up with an AR and shot him in the back of the head accidentally. I've seen that one. Yeah, I've we, heard we've that. Seen that we've seen that story. Um, it, was it the one because he but, was filling in for a guy who got sick the night before? Do you remember that? God, what if and he actually had a, a round in his Yeah, I think he was hung over. What if that's true and you're the guy that did it and everybody knows it and they're all like, hey. Okay. <laughs> but you, you look at the footage. And, I ain't buying it. And, uh, look, I, I hate to say that. I think, I think we know who did it. It was one of the craziest dumb lucks of it. history. Yeah. Norm. Because he did shoot. He tried to kill a, a general in right. Dallas, too, and hit the window pane yeah. where he was he, sitting. Didn't he kill or shoot a police officer that same day? Or yeah. Something? Oh, yeah. yeah. Tibbetts. Norm in Nashville. Norm, so, go ahead. Guys, there's something I got to know. Okay. Not aliens, not Bigfoot. I got to know why U.S. Americans don't have maps. Yeah, well, I, just... I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps. Yeah, well, that's, that's one that's question. Incredible. Steve in Alabama. Uh, Good morning, Biggins. Hey, Steve. Buddy. Hey, I just want to bring your attention. I sent an email to you guys. Um, I just read a story this morning from 48 News. My uh, son lives in a community that has a pet deer, been there for several years, got two fawns with it, and just recently the game warden went out and shot the deer uh, because it supposedly attacked a person. Um, so if you guys could just look at that article and um, maybe talk about it if you can. I just want to hear y'all's view on it. Yeah, I saw it, uh, yeah, I did too. and I saw the guy defend himself. And, um, you know, I certainly don't know the details. I wish we were as upset about um, – Human life as we seem to be about this deer. Uh, uh, from from what the um, from what the guy is describing, this is this is part of his job. These things happen, and he's uh, he's defending himself against all of you that are beating him up, saying if the deer had continued to attack people, then I'd been blamed for not doing anything. Yeah, wild animals. You can't have them as pets. Uh, bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Allform.com slash Bubba. Have you done this yet? We're talking handmade, high quality, made right here in the United States of America. Armchairs, sofa sectionals, and love seats. Uh, our old camp house has got a brand new seat, Greg, for this upcoming hunting season. Got it right from allform.com slash Bubba. It's leather, just like we like it. Ooh. High quality, ship right to camp house. They'll, they'll send it right to your home. Uh, they come with a forever warranty, uh, a full refund. Uh, if you don't like it, they'll come pick it up for free. It won't cost you anything. Go look at the great selection that they have right now at allform.com slash Bubba, A-L-L-F-O-R-M.com slash Bubba. You'll save 20% on whatever you pick out, anything you buy, uh, by using that URL, allform.com slash Bubba. Again, the name Bubba saves you money, 20% off. 
uh, you get a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors that will help you as well. All right, so, uh, Bubba, we continue to um, – the, the thing about going back to school and, you know, whether we're going back to school or not going back to school and teachers' unions and parents and, and – You've seen some of these protests? Yeah, that's the, the one – the guillotine? That's the one I was going to talk about. Um, you think they're overplaying that a little bit? Yeah, it's um, – we, we have um, – We've got some teachers that are uh, uh, really drama queens. So, of course, no, uh, no, no surprise here in New York City. Um, if you're living in New York City right now under the communist governor de Blasio and defunding and uh, maybe even abolishing uh, police and uh, your crime rate and your shootings are... Uh, at record levels, I think going back to school during COVID nineteen is the least of your worries. So, um, teachers and staff uh, and students protesting against the reopening of schools. And Bubba, if you want to see the drama queens, they are protesting the reopening of schools with coffins and, as you said, and guillotines. Coffins and uh, guillotines. Um, I understand that some people feel like it's probably more of a risk than it really is. And has a, and even has a different political uh, spin on it, but I, I think you might be overplaying it uh, with the sign "I can't teach from a body bag." Yeah, when you're in a mob already. I mean, look, yeah. there's no social spacing going on right there. I'd be more worried about that protest than I would a class. Is going back to school any more dangerous than going to a downtown protest? Hmm. I, I just is it essential to our society as, as, as the as the freedom of protest? As going to church, look at him. Um, if we can, I'm so scared of a classroom. I'm gonna get in a crowd of what, a couple hundred? I, I At least. Don't, and Greg, don't forget, I'm gonna I'm gonna act like that. This is now. I'm becoming like I'm storming the beach at Normandy. Mm. If you send me back to teaching school, when really, probably just practicing your social distancing and wearing a mask probably makes it pretty. I mean, your your odds of get, of it killing you. First of all, if you get it, the odds of it killing you are practically zero uh, unless you're in a high-risk category. And then if you are, then you probably could say, I'm not teaching this year, an individual teacher, fine. Uh, we know that the danger to the children they keep bringing up is, uh, is minuscule. And I think the question that we have before us, is classroom teaching an essential part of our society? And if it is... It's just hard for me to think that a putting a teacher at risk, which is minuscule, is more important than the cashier at Publix. I'm just confused. Uh, we we have we have dec- we've had people working in grocery stores, guys. They've never stopped working. No, we we've had people working at yeah. Home Depot and Lowe's, and they've never stopped working. And have we seen an alarming number? of death by Lowe's and death by Home Depot and death by grocery store. I mean, just you would think it would be wall-to-wall coverage. Another employee of a grocery store has died due to being put in unnecessary risk. We we need to start growing our own food. It's too risky to have a grocery store open. Has anybody said that? We haven't even heard of an outbreak at a particular location of a Lowe's or a Home Depot like what the Marlins had. I know. You know, know, it would have to start with that. 
Right. But somehow the big box stores have made it through this. And and I think really from a scientific standpoint, we need to look at why. Yeah, if you had school and said no mask, no anything, let's go on like we always have, you might have some increased risk of at least passing it and catching it. But if we're going to do masks and we're going to do, try to distance a little and do some things a little differently, then I really think the risk is so small. I mean, it, it's kind of what John MacArthur just said about California. He said, we shut down the church because in the spring we were told millions of people would die. Not get it, would die. And he said, so it just made sense. We we didn't want to put people at, at any kind of risk right. of that kind of death. Because we didn't know. He said, but here, here we are months later, and he's talking about California. He said, months later, we're at a death rate of point zero two. And he said, so if you're if you're a person in in California, you have a ninety eight, uh, no, a ninety nine point eight chance of living if you get it. He goes, and by the way, of our eight thousand some of deaths they've had, half of them are people over eighty. He said, so if you're under eighty, now you just went down to a survival rate of ninety nine point nine nine percent. And he says that survival rate does not warrant closing church. Well, can't we say the same thing about school? I mean, is it – I understand there's no constitutional right like there is for church and for protest, but if we can if we can do the things we're doing, Home Depot, Lowe's, grocery store, protest, then we can have school. I mean, and, and if you – and if you think you're in the high-risk category, you're an older teacher with maybe some health issues, then maybe you don't teach this year. But shut the whole thing down and do away with classroom teaching, and you're out there with a guillotine? How's a guillotine come into this? Who put you in a guillotine? Uh, it, 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 coffins? I mean, this. You know, you know what? Some of these teachers, <clears throat> some of these teachers, and there's some incredibly good teachers out there, and I feel bad for them in the middle of some of this stuff. But when you see teachers like this, it, it you realize – this explains why our whole society seems to be devolving. It, it, this may be why when you see the lack of education from a lot of kids coming out of government schools, it makes a lot more sense now because yeah. these are the people teaching them. And, um, hey, you're, you're, not, you're not storming the beach at Normandy, okay? You're, you're being a little dramatic here. We're all at some risk. You know, we are. I'm at risk. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about of, of catching it. We all are. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I can only live my life a certain way. There is no way to live it. That somebody says, "Well, that, that right there, that's your 100 percent no COVID <laughs> right there. Do this, this, and this, and your 100 percent no COVID." That 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 scenario doesn't even exist. And so, is classroom teaching essential to this country or not? Isn't that the question we're at right now? But all this it stuff is. right here is just ridiculous. Welcome back to school, and they've got the Grim, the Grim Reaper. Reaper. Come on, man. <laughs> grow, grow up a little bit. I like that. I, I can't I, teach from a body bag. That's a good Good one. gosh. <laughs> Y'all, come on. That's a, <laughs> the exaggeration. That's, that's in, a, in this can we just call? That's come. a little over the top. I mean. What, what do y'all want to do? Y'all want to go forever? We're just never going to have a classroom again? Is this whole protest made up of drama teachers? Yeah, I mean, yeah, what's yeah, the deal? Yeah, yeah, is anybody yeah, out, how did they get props? Is anybody so out there other than the theater teacher? <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> that's I, some good props. I got to go to this again. <clears throat> There's a certain age group, and Greg, we, your, your daughter teaches in this age group. There's a certain age group where teachers say online teaching is impossible. It's going to yeah. be hard. You, you, you can't do it. You can't teach elementary school 
especially first, second grade kindergarten, online. It just doesn't. And and the one that gets me, the one that gets me, are the parents. And I tell you why the parents get me. I, I will I will almost and I don't bet and I don't gamble, but if I did, I would I would put I would put something on the line that usually the the parents that will complain the most about opening school will be the same ones that won't do the online stuff that, that you need them to do to help. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They'll yeah. be the ones You're that, right. you'll, they'll be yeah. the one that the kindergarten teacher's going, I need you to help yeah. online. Well, I'm on the one go now now I gotta now I gotta teach my own kid. <laughs> well yeah, you wouldn't have to if you'd have let us go back to school. <laughs> right. They'll be the very same ones that won't yeah. do the parent part that is needed to not be in the classroom. You know, they're the ones that you don't see them up at the school unless something happened to their baby. But when they need to be up there, when their grades are falling, starting yeah. to fall off, and all this, they're the ones that nothing is ever their kid's fault, nothing's <laughs> ever their fault. They're, they'll be the ones that don't want their kid, but hey, you put my kid at risk. Okay, well, then we'll do it at home. No, well, now i got to do this at home? You'll never make them happy. No, you <laughs> no. They'll be the worst in-home parents on the planet. Because uh, most parents that, that have buckled down and ready to put the work in it takes to, to educate your kid at home, well, they're already doing it anyway. Yeah. And so um, – some and, and then the, the, can I tell you the last thing I think you want is for some of y'all need to be real careful here. It's like I don't know if you're not. It's like you're 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 thinking. Let's say you got to get to four stages and you stop thinking about two and a half. <laughs> Do you really want to be deemed unessential? Not needed. Yeah. You know, homeschool's I on mean, the rise right now. It, it really is and surging. Do Do you want to Do you want to for parents to figure out that they can educate their own children? I mean, have you thought? Have you got all the way to stage four yet? <laughs> I guarantee that bunch we keep showing. Oh, they don't God. think past stage two. Rick. Oh my God! Guillotines, coffins, body bags. You got to be kidding me! Yeah. So, in other words, you know, the 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 people working at these stores we just talked about, they can pull something off. You can't. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour the rick and Bubba show thank you for calling us we got all kinds of phone calls coming in there's still room for you if you want to get in right now linda's indicator we're talking about once again as schools are trying to figure out what to do all across the country during the pandemic um, and again if we could get the politics and the drama out of it and all have some uh, level-headed conversations that'd be helpful uh linda hello welcome to the program says you're a school nurse is that right Good morning. Yes, sir. I'm a school nurse. And we are starting to school next week. Our children are coming back. We've already started working, but our kids are coming back to school next week. So uh, you guys have a game plan ready to go. What part of the country is this? This is Decatur. This, okay. Well, actually, I'm in Morgan County, so we are like the rural schools. But yes, sir, we have a game plan, and I think it's a good plan. And I think our kids are going to be safe, and I think our teachers are going to be safe. Yeah, so you guys what, are doing masks on the, on the students and on the teachers? Yes, everyone's wearing a mask. Uh, we have two health rooms um, instead of one this year. So all of the kids that need, that are just going to check their blood sugar or get their daily medication and so forth are going to go to one health room. All of the ones who are sick or showing any signs of um, any, any illness will come to my health room. So, and they'll be isolated until someone picks them up. But like you said, Rick, this is, this is a 
virus that has over 99% survival rate. Right. We're going to be fine. The kids need to be in school. The kids are looking forward to school. And honestly, our staff, we're looking forward to seeing the kids. So uh, we're ready to go. Yeah, I, well, I said, well, let, him go, let him go to school. Let's go. All right. Well, thank you, Linda. And that, you know, like we interviewed the superintendent in Alabama, and, you know, that school system uh, is autonomous and makes their own decision. So, yeah, we heard so that. So we'll test that. And <clears throat> look, we're, we are going to have students that test positive. That's going to happen. You know why? Because we have a pandemic and people are going to test positive. It's the, and we're going to have a spike. It's the, de- it's the death rate that I, we just all yeah. seem to be ignoring. I mean, think about how many other things that we overcome that have even a higher death rate. And we still don't stop do, stop things that are essential, right? And uh, and we we, we got to have a plan, got to work the plan, got to be careful, <laughs> and got to be vigilant to know that there's going to be some spikes and some bad news, but we can get through it. Well, you also have to work through the news that may not even be accurate, right? Because right. of all the different agendas and all that's going on. Um, but you'll see a whole new look at COVID after after November. But here's the um, the the other thing we heard in the break. Speedy said that his wife had heard from uh, the a person who's a landlord that rents out office space and things like that, that there are retired teachers, and the cities are trying to figure out how they're supposed to zone this, but retired teachers that are saying, okay, if your school's not going to meet and you both parents work, that's another thing you have to worry about, the economic impact of this, because we know parents that have to make a decision that somebody's not going to work. And, uh, and he said, and she said, uh, that uh, their retired teachers saying we're going to go rent space, ten to fifteen students. If their if their if their school says it's virtual only, we will set up the virtual stuff in a room. We'll be the teacher that oversees it, and basically they'll go. If you want them in a classroom format, we'll put them in one. We'll still do the virtual, um, uh, what's required, but we'll be in there, and neither one of you have to quit work. And and they said that these these teachers that are doing this, their spaces are selling out so fast. Oh yeah, and um, so so basically they're kind of setting up a school. They're doing a classroom anyway. <laughs> yeah, and the and the parents, but the parents have a choice now. Right, on, right. On saying we don't have to quit work, and we think our kid will be fine in a classroom format, but it's virtual. But you'll have a retired teacher overseeing it. So there's all kinds of things going on. Uh, Kelly in the Gump. Kelly, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, y'all. How are you? We're We're great. We're good. Uh, Here's the deal about Montgomery. I don't know how much y'all know about the school system here, but it is just horrible. Uh, But my three were blessed enough, I have three girls, to be in the magnet program, which is very, very successful. Uh, Really the the only successful part about the school system. A lot of great teachers, just there's a lot of reasons. Anyway, um, so my youngest, who's a magnet, which is usually working a grade ahead, that kind of thing, it's rigorous, tough tough work she fell behind in spring when we went virtual and that was a joke and i realized they were caught off guard all that kind of stuff got that but when we were told we had a choice that's that's been my biggest beef we were told you have a choice come fall you can stay home if you want to well that's great but then we were made to all stay home yeah and it's because of the teachers here not all of them i have great teacher friends sure i think that's the reason but anyway so my youngest, we had to make the very, I mean, gut, I mean, it was a very hard decision, every which way you look at it, to put my youngest in private school. And um, she's going into eighth grade, or but we've actually decided to put her back in seventh, which that's a whole other issue. Anyway, it's just very gut-wrenching, the decision. 
as families, we've been forced to make. And we're one of the few who have held out in Montgomery County. You know, we were put, we were on failing. We were a failing school system like two years ago. So how do you think that's going to work? Yeah, not, not very well. And like we have teachers that are in our family and Greg's daughter teaches and, and son and our sister, the hybrid thing sounds good because it sounds like you get to make the choice, but boy, the teacher, when you're teaching virtually and in the classroom at the same time, especially when you're talking about little kids or really any kids, I, I've watched it. I know the places where you try to do better, you know, some gyms tried that where first of all, they were all virtual. Yeah. Then they start saying, well, if you want to come back to the gym, you can, and we'll keep the virtual and the gym going at the same time. I can't imagine being a teacher with a headset on, no. talking to people in the room and talking to people virtually. At the yeah, same well, I think they, they're going to separate them, but the point is, I don't know why. You have an option where you can part of the day be online and then part of the day be at the class. Look, learning is, learning is hard enough, yeah. and you throw these other things. Look, it's not going to be easy. This is going to be one of those things where everybody's got to put their head down and keep pushing. Let's go to June. Big June, go ahead. Big June. Yes, I was just saying, um, you know, I think they shouldn't have school right now. You know what I'm saying? At least wait till we get a hold of this COVID situation. You know what I mean? Well, what, uh, well, what else do you want to know about COVID that would make you decide to do the classroom or not? Well, at least, at least have a, you know, have struggle, you know, um, basically, you know, get under control. You know what I'm saying? The death tolls and. You know, get the situation well, under control. Well, we're we're at, we're at, we're at, we're at a survival rate of ninety nine point nine nine percent if you're the age of these children, uh, and then we're uh, for the for the adults we're at about ninety nine point nine eight. Do you want it to be safe? When is it, you want it safer than that? I mean, you, you have, some of these kids have, um, you know, what I'm saying grandparents live with them. You know, what I'm saying they yeah. can't, you know. They bodies can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? I understand. You know, you, you got parents. You yeah. know, dirty. It, you know, but, but is that know, the responsibility for the people who want their kids in the classroom, or is that the responsibility of those individual families? Yeah, Big June. I, I understand and hear what you're saying, but I think the numbers that we have say we can get through this. If you have uh, your grandparents living at your home, do you not go to the grocery store? Do you not go to 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 get any supplies anywhere? I mean, you, you work through it. That's what you wear a mask. You, you, you isolate them. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're the show that takes the other show's lunch money. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Gregory is on the phones this hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba University, uh, for the time being, is closed down. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There he is, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for taking part in the Rick and Bubba experience. O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, check rickandbubba.com. Uh, honored to be uh, part of a couple of event, uh, events that are out there. August the 11th, uh, I'll be headed over to Dora, Alabama, Corner High School, having a fundraiser for their athletic program. And honored to be there. They are setting everything up uh, for the the COVID nineteen situation. Uh, there's not as many seats as would have been available, but there are some available now. If you'd like to grab those, I look forward to being with all of you coming up on August the 11th. Gridiron Men's Conference is holding. 
I uh, talked to Phil Waldrop just the other day. We'll get an update from him here on the program in the next few days as we get closer if you want him to kind of break down how they're going to do it. Uh, obviously not as many seats either because of the spacing. That's August 21st, 22nd. David Jeremiah will be speaking, uh, also Steve Farrar, Charles Billingsley leading worship, Michael W. Smith in concert, uh, also Josh Rivas will be speaking, Phil Waldrop, and I'm honored to be part of that lineup as well. Coming up August 21-22 in Huntsville, Alabama. Go to gridironmen.com for that. And then you'll see some others that are listed there in the month of August and into September and October, and we'll let you know if they change any plans or they continue to hold. Uh, you can always find those there. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So, Bubba, do, this Russian called him. Do you want me to take this? <laughs> yeah, is this something you and this guy it. are talking about? <laughs> just take what does it. it even mean? Well, just I got take some it. guy we'll named Ernie out. that wants to talk about Russian frequencies. Uh, well, just do find I want to? Do I want to delve into this? Sure, why not? Huh? This is where I wish I still had breakfast. Uh, look, you're just glad it's not COVID nineteen. News Talk one zero three nine. Ernie, go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right, There's a great fan to be a fan of the show here. That uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch like three or four uh, old radio stations from back in the old KGB days that are still transferring out signals all the time out in Russia, out in the middle of Russia, that uh, all they do is they just make random noises until one day somebody gets on every three or four days and will read off a bunch of numbers and code phrases and things like that. Nobody knows what they mean. Nobody knows where they come from. That They kind of have narrowed it down to different regions of the country, but they don't know where any of these are. They just transmit all day long, and nobody knows how they got there. That uh, y'all were talking earlier about all the various weird stuff out there. That that's one of my favorites because nobody has any idea. They think that uh, the best theory I've always heard was that it's part of the old Russian dead hand sort of stuff with the new old oh, Russian what? What the Russian what? The old Russian nuke codes. You know nuke. the uh, dead hand stuff that uh, whenever they thought the uh, U.S. was going to come along and nuke them, that they had codes set in place in case we got to them first. Bubba, can you weigh on this? <laughs> uh, one of the things he's talking about is the famous Russian ghost radio station, UVB-76, right. or known better as The Buzzer. Uh, and, Rick, <laughs> it's probably a, a, a coded system that the Russians transmitted to their spies around the globe. It's down in the 4 kilohertz range. It, it'll bounce around the globe like a shortwave station. And Careful. there's several of those in Russia. They. They they probably send them out to KGB spies around the globe. They probably still get some of their information that way, or it's a backup to something they're using more high tech now. I never I never heard this my whole life. <laughs> well, you can, it sounds like a, a guy with a beard trying to shave with an electric razor. No, no, I I, and, uh, I just told him, I didn't know this even right. existed. I, I didn't know that we still. Yeah, have. if you if you want to read about it, you can uh, Google strange radio signals from Russia, and there's plenty that you can uh, read about it. There's a lot going on. One that we used to have to deal with, Rick, um, was called the Russian woodpecker. Now, it has since went away uh, because it was – Say that again. The Russian woodpecker. (laughs) Okay. And it was – it sounded like a woodpecker on a a frequency you would be trying to use, a ham, CB, people had to deal with it. And uh, it was actually transmitting from Chernobyl. And the Russians were experimenting with a low-frequency over-the-horizon radar. And it just caused worldwide interference is all it did. It didn't work. The theory wasn't good on it. Um, the idea that they could tra- – and it's tr- it was transmitted from this giant curtain antenna in Chernobyl. But when they had to evacuate Chernobyl, it went away. 
So everybody knew then where it was, and we've discovered the transmitting and receiving antenna now. It's been well documented. But they were using low frequencies to shoot a radar signal that would bounce off the sky and go over the horizon because radar now plays out about 75 miles when the curve of the earth uh, makes it impossible to, for the signal to continue. I don't even know because it goes in a straight line. I don't. I mean, I'm glad I gave you that shirt. It looks fantastic. I ordered it from the website. Right, but here's what I don't get: How do you know all that, and you didn't know how to say spatula? Well, it's just you know. I mean, I think it's just it's just it, amazing. It is, it is. It's everybody's your gift. range. That, that's your, really your not range. all that complicated. Right. That's well, not. Well, I mean, I'm talking about how did you even spend time mm-hmm. learning about? I this used thing? to hear the. Ru- I mean, I remember listening to the Russian woodpecker because it would be yeah. so aggravating. But you when had it was to have done. You had to have done research. You had to learn these things. You had to know all this information. How, what, did you like? <laughs> you just spent time on it, didn't you? You, you figured it out. You'd hear it going up and down the right. land. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh. Well, how about that? Yeah, there's there's the antenna there. You you can. That's all I got to say. To that. All these people who go and and yeah. shoot video in Chernobyl, you can. It's a giant curtain right. antenna. Right. It was a big, expensive, failed theory that didn't work, and mm. everybody knew it didn't work. That's why we never did it. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you. you. Well, there Ernie, you go. Huh? Ernie, thanks well, for getting that started. Yep. Yep. Ernie and Dothan. You got I hope you hope you're happy. You got <laughs> radar has to be line of sight. That's why they have to be up high. Careful. And they play out about 60, 75 miles. Everybody. Look at that, how tall those things yeah. That is massive. It is. Do, you, do we know they didn't work? Yeah, we know they didn't work. Hmm. <laughs> it, well, think confidence. this. Think this. If it, <laughs> if it had to work, don't you think they would have built another one right. somewhere? But they went, ah, it never worked. Yeah. Forget it. We're out of there. Right. That's a, it's amazing, these things. But that, it is that, it I, is the reason why we build radar sites in, you know, Alaska and Greenland and all of that to be able to detect these launches. And a lot of it we do with satellites now. So, you know. Take a sip. The high ground's the best place to be. Got a better view. Sure. Sure. No no, no question about that. Go ahead and get a sip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Bob. Well, thanks for breaking that down, Ernie. I hope that, I'm gonna let uh, you hear the buzzer in the break. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Well, I can hardly wait. I, I, I just, I'll start moving that way in the break to hear the woodpecker. Uh, the woodpecker, the, the buzzer. Oh, okay. I'll try to find the woodpecker. Okay. When we come back, uh, a Your America update concerning sports. How is it faring the sports on TV with no fans? We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It is 19 minutes past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We thank you for being with us. We'll get us more of your phone calls coming up here momentarily, but uh, we have uh, some Your America. Your America, Bubba, it's uh, back. Um, there was a time when some of the most summer uh, iconic television would be on. Tele- we'd be sitting around the crack of the bat. Uh, we also have, you know, we'd usually have the PGA going. Uh, the summer months uh, for a lot of sports programming used to be a ratings monster. Uh, so they've tried to bring back a little bit of baseball and some basketball, and they say the ratings are dismal. And, uh, and we have another story. We'll talk about this coming up. Uh, They said, if you'd like to know where all the people are right now, apparently it's on the Fox News channel. Mm -hmm. 
uh, because of uh, our world is turned upside down. Our country is in chaos. And they said Fox News Channel has been not just the most watched cable news network, but the highest rated network in all of television. With an average primetime audience of 3.4 million, uh, Fox News beats CBS, NBC, ABC, uh, and the Fox Broadcasting Channel, which has you know just their entertainment on it. Uh, it has uh, it, they they have uh, dominated all TV viewing. Then they get into well, sports was going to come in and go toe to toe with that. Said so July 24th, the ESPN covered Major League Baseball's opening day. They even put a marquee primetime matchup together, Yankees against the Nationals, and the game drew an average total audience of four million and finished as the fourth highest-rated show on television that night. But Fox's Hannity and Tucker Carlson beat the game big time with uh, with a much larger audience. Um, and uh, then they went into some other program that's going on. Then they said, "Here comes the NBA basketball returned to primetime last Thursday night." TNT. Expected a big audience for the showdown between the Lakers and the Clippers. Uh, they got they got a 3.4 million total views, which is good, more than doubled the TNT's average viewership for a regular season NBA broadcast. But even though it was a close game and it was a narrow victory and had some thrills, they still couldn't beat Hannity and Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. Wow! So, and so when you look at some of the things that are that are going on with people's viewership, and then you you try to tell sports. If you want people to watch you, and I've heard all of you on the show say it, the entire team said this to some degree, then let people go to the sports to get away from the news coverage. If they go and say, well, I'm going to have to deal with these topics whether I watch sports or not, I'll just stay here on the news channel and work my way through it. And if you don't believe that, remember we played the clip yesterday of Jonathan Isaac that made headlines uh, as being the first NBA player to stand during the national anthem. He did not wear a Black Lives Matter shirt. Said that doesn't mean he doesn't think Black Lives Matter. He just doesn't think wearing a shirt and kneeling during the national anthem helps anybody. And he uh, he wants people to know the answer to the problems of the world uh, and including all the inequality or, or problems we're having, fill in the blank. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the answer basically saying in his own words, as we've been saying before, which is true, if you believe uh, the Bible, that everyone is equal at the foot of the cross, all in equal need of redemption. Racism and bigotry isn't the only evil in our world, but it it will be in line like everything else under the authority of Christ. Uh, So when Jonathan Isaac did this, and keep in mind he he, he came back from an injury, re-injured the knee the next game, but the Jonathan Isaac jersey for the Orlando Magic is now number two in all sales for the NBA, only behind LeBron James. I would say that was that, that's is that an very, indicator. That's hey, very strange so. for somebody that most people didn't even know his name two, three days ago. Again, I don't follow the NBA, so I wouldn't. You know, I, I is not knowing Jonathan Isaac. I don't know. I don't. I've never heard his name even be mentioned until this. Um, and, but, but if I'm, if I'm sitting down and say, let's say I'm in the conference room, somebody says, Hey man, we got no fans at the, at the, uh, arenas. We put on something on TV. We picked up some pretty good viewing, but I mean, there's still more people watching Fox news than watching our, our, our basketball games. What do you think's wrong? Why do, why do you think we're not drawing in the crowds we expected? And then I would raise my hand. I said, well, look over here at this, this Jonathan Isaac Jersey. 
Is everybody with me? Has everybody got those numbers? I handed them out here at the conference table. So Jonathan Isaac's jersey sales are soaring because he stood during the national anthem, would not wear the assigned T-shirt, and says that he uh, he doesn't think you should kneel during the national anthem, uh, and his jersey is soaring. <clears throat> Anybody want to take a pen and draw a line to that possibly that he may be appealing to the audience that we are not appealing to after his story went out? Could could maybe maybe we need to worry more about sports and and less about some of the things we're doing and let the players do their individual uh, standing up for whatever they want to with their platform that we've afforded them and their own private influence sphere of influence and maybe as far as the games we should get back to let's play the national anthem let's tip it off and start playing. Would, I mean, well, would, I, I, I think, wouldn't you look at that I, and go, well, here's an indicator right here. I, yeah. I think those viewership numbers should point to the fact that a lot of the polling data that we see right now is incorrect. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess, did y'all Remember, hear it? it was wrong before. Yeah. Now, I did see where Trump has moved ahead of Biden in some polling recently. So, I think a lot of conservatives mm-hmm. don't answer poll questions. They, they won't pick up the phone. If they do and they find out it's a pollster, they hang up. They don't want to deal with them. Yep. Um, and I think you've seen that time and time again in some of these elections. Um, so I, I'm leery of poll numbers um, to some degree. Um, I think these numbers indicate it may be a lot closer than you think it is. Um, so, I, you know, the poll numbers were terribly wrong last time, and we never did really – get to the bottom of why they were so skewed. Yeah. Other than the Republicans were undersampled. I'm, I'm hoping, and again, because remember, i tell you what, what's going to determine this country is not the candidates, but the people who are willing to support them. Um, you know, because it's our fellow Americans that ultimately decide whether they want to be Marxist, socialist, uh, whether they want to completely uh, take the legs out from under the Constitutional Republic and the access to liberty through maximum uh, freedom, uh, you know, and, and so I, I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. But you're right. So that we do know this. If you look back at the Trump uh, victory four years ago, you see that the polls were incorrect. To your point, it, it was anywhere from six to eight, nine percent. We were talking about it that morning of the election. I said, if Trump wins tonight. It is a miracle because he is behind in every poll. Uh, you saw the enthusiasm for him at events. You saw the lack of enthusiasm for Hillary. And I think the first time that we kind of caught a whiff something might be going on is when she canceled the fireworks show. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. And that was a day or two ahead of the election. And that last weekend, there was some strange behavior. Uh, Trump went to not the, not the, the, the states that were toss-ups, he went to Minnesota, where a Republican had not won, and I don't know when, and Hillary went like to Delaware, which I thought was a strange mm-hmm. yep. thing. But anyway, I, I just don't think the polling is accurate. I don't, I don't think it has been in a long time. Well, and, that, and I would say that even because I did see a poll that they, we had a story of the day that Trump had moved ahead in, in some poll. I think we can come to the conclusion that the polls won't really indicate who won the election, right. no matter right. what they say. I, I think the polls may be right for who answered questions on that day. Right. They, they're not a good indicator of who's going to win, even yeah. if it's in looking for the candidate that you may even be supporting. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we have to find out is 
are there enough Americans that fully understand that this literally may be a vote toward Marxism and the extreme left or to try to work our way back? A little and law and order. Yeah, and again, there's we don't agree with Trump on everything, and he's still too too big government for me. But he he's not a Marxist and a socialist. No. So that then that's so that's a pretty simple de- decision for me from just strictly a type of government I prefer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he may be mean, he may be arrogant, he may be um, you know sometimes undesirable in the way he handles things. But when I look at the other choice, I just I'm not a socialist. I'm not a Marxist. I don't desire to. I, I would like to see the constitutional republic go back to actually being a constitutional republic and anything that would go against that. And there is no perfect candidate, but uh, this 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 move toward Marxism is is dangerous and it's more real than it's ever been in my lifetime uh, because you 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 have um, you have some movement on that right now. And they're using some of the old strategy they've always used. They take legitimate causes and use them as their shield. You can't, you can't, you can't come against us because if you do, then that makes you a racist or it makes you a misogynist or it, it makes you mean and it makes you unlikable and you're not kind. Look how nice and wonderful and loving we are as we burn the city to the ground and, and threaten people if they don't put up certain signs that we tell them to. And look at our fires out here. You should be more like us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, and it's it's phone troll time. There's Helmsy locking and loading, ready to go. Taking your phone calls at eight six six. We be big. At the end of thirty seconds, the old buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. We get to the next caller. There are uh, three lines available if you want to move now at eight six six. We be big, and you can get in. And then because it's a phone troll, we'll move the line as quick as we can. Byraycon.com slash Bubba just got another email. Somebody show me their their Raycon E25 earbuds. They just got uh, in the mail using, uh, of course, the promo code uh, buyraycon.com slash Bubba. Save 15%. If you haven't tried these earbuds uh, from uh, from Raycon, they are fantastic. I love mine. You get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, plus a more compact design that gives you, it really is, a lot more comfortable noise-isolating fit. Perfect for conference calls, video chats, binge-watching the Rick and Bubba show, enjoying our podcast, listening to your favorite music. Uh, it was uh, co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Cardi B and J.R. Smith have already given their full seal of approval. If you would like to get yours now, go to buyraycon.com slash Bubba. That gets you 15% off. Uh, buy them for your kids. They're great back-to-school purchases right now. 15% off a great deal to get them today. And if your kid's going to be working online, it'll, it'll work for that too. Uh, go to rickandbubba.com. You'll find it under the sponsors as well. So let's get started with Nolan out of the great state of Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Troll. Nolan, go right ahead, 30 seconds. Nolan. Hi there, Rick and Bubba. Hey, um, Nolan. You guys, have, you guys have a great show. i got a quick issue about the U.S. education budget. Okay. It's kind of funny, but could we buy one less change or two less things a year at $65 million? each 
and instead put that money towards two points in the education system. Number one, give all the teachers across all states a pay raise. I mean, the, their pay scale is pathetic. Number two, um, the money coming out of almost every household parent. Well, you sounds like you were almost you're you're just teetering on the famous Rick and Bubba program, the classroom first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I couldn't hardly understand. I what couldn't he was either. Saying. I couldn't either. Um, but, uh, but and I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, he was talking about you know moving some money around. Rick and Bubba. He, he said buy one less what? I didn't, I, that I couldn't follow. I, I wasn't I wasn't sure. I hope it wasn't a Rick and Bubba T-shirt. That <laughs> <laughs> right, wouldn't save you much. So let's go <laughs> to Fayetteville, Tennessee. Uh, Fayetteville, Tennessee. I can't see your name. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Thirty seconds. Fayetteville, Tennessee. Yes, this is Camille at Riverside Christian Academy. Yes, go right ahead. We just wanted to say um, we're glad to be back in school, and a shout-out to all of our parents, and just hoping for a great year for everybody that's going back. Well, you know, you guys will all be, uh, that, are, that are going back and working it, will follow those those uh, those tests. Now, you know, with the political agendas and all this, as soon as... Anybody test positive, you're going to be deemed the most evil people on the planet. Right. Uh, and, but and it's uh, going to happen. Yeah. Well, of course it is. I mean, but that doesn't mean you don't have school. Right. But I just, people right. need to be prepared <laughs> yeah. for that. They don't need to be shot. Well, here it is. You know, we got well, all this going on. Well, I told you yesterday, you know, I saw the, the, the sign of what you're talking about. You know, headlines. I mean, coming in on Fox News app on my phone or whatever, the one that does all the news. I think it was Fox. Mm-hmm. It has all the little news headlines that come on your phone. Stuff. Student test positive when they did the testing for everybody went into school in Indiana. Well, yeah, and that why we're testing everybody before they go in, <laughs> yeah. right? To fill Greg, 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 isn't that, hey, Greg, isn't that why we're doing it? I think so. Yeah. So they didn't get in the classroom. They did testing of all the kids going in. One kid tested positive. Uh, wait a minute. Probably. Yeah, I'm surprised there's I'd not all, more. Out of all those, yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Dana in Newton. Dana, go right ahead. Thirty seconds. <laughs> Good morning, Green Acres. Thank you for hey. the call. Uh, hey, hey, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm all for the children going back to school, but in Dale County, COVID-19 is on the rise. Uh, there has been already an outbreak in the athletic department, and my daughter had to be tested. Uh, it is almost impossible to get tested down here. Number two, uh so uh, yeah, you know it's uh, each. Some people are delaying because based on their situation, but again, uh, I'm not sure that really plays into the fact you're going to have to figure out a way to do it. And uh, you know, if you're doing the testing, and then you know, if you have kids stay positive, they don't come in. Uh, if you said it's difficult to do the testing, maybe they can work on that. Uh, let's go to Kent, Birmingham. Kent, Kent, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How about it? Kent. Hello. Hey, hey Kent. Hey guys. Uh. Appreciate what y'all guys do for the kingdom. Thank um, you. Uh, Rick, I know you might appreciate this. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at it, but the Babylon Bee's got an article out that says Biden can't wait to find out who he picked for president or <laughs> vice president. That's good. That's a good one. That is. By the way, you know, he pushed I, I that back to when me. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, my, my favorite. Babylon Bee's been on fire yeah. lately. Oh, the one I love is when they said, no longer, we're just going to start quoting Biden verbatim. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or the one, don't up. panic about Bible burning in Portland. It's only the message. Gosh, that was good. <laughs> and see, I, liked, I like the message as a sideline, yeah, so sure. I really thought that was funny. Well, it's a paraphrase, but still, that's still funny. Yes, yeah. it is. It's funny. And, and it's I a love, great look, tool. I love a good one sure. even on us. Uh, Anita in Hartford. Anita, go ahead. 30 seconds. Good morning. Hey. Um, just wanted to say a comment about the athletes. 
and the pole. In the United States, we have amazing athletes, and once they reach the um, NFL, NBA leagues, they find sponsors that come and pour money into these young men and young women. And these sponsors, a lot of them like Nike, have agendas. And it's ruining um, how these athletes... Yeah, well, it's, uh, again, it, there's so much inconsistency with it all, and uh, the, especially the thing with the, the deals with China, to your point. You can't say anything bad about China, but then you're going to start talking about law enforcement abusing their power. I mean, you sound foolish. foolish why are they coddling China? Because China's writing big, 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 big checks. For mm-hmm. what? For, the, for them to have the games over there. Big, 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 big. So the NBA, the NBA is trying to get a foothold in China yep. for their league for because they think that they can sell their sport there based on the success with Mao and the Rockets and all that. It would be like us sitting down in the conference room and salespeople sitting in there with us, and they would say, "What do we say? Look, <laughs> what do y'all, what, what do y'all need? Now, look, this client right here, this is a big one. Mm-hmm. This this client's big." Can y'all please just on the air be just so careful because this, this sponsor right here is big. And what they're saying is, please don't upset China. They cut off the money. They're a big client of ours. So there's no sincerity to it. I mean, you can't say and they that, you, are that the, you think they people are, are being, being abused by the government and then be, be coddling China. They are, the epitome, they are the epitome of current-day slavery. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't do it. And, and uh, but I mean, you saw what happened. I mean, somebody even made that point. Somebody, what was they stand up for Hong Kong? Look out! Mm. Now we're in trouble. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't, you can't speak out. You know, you you give up your First Amendment rights if you're going to coddle the Chinese. Mark the Chicoms, Rick. Yeah. The red Chinese. So really, the NBA picks and chooses what they find appalling, right? And mm-hmm. what they think needs to be changed. The, right. pe- the people of China are just on their own. The NBA can tell them to have a coke and a smile. Ding, 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 and see, ding, they ding, think ding. it's okay. They don't see a problem with that. Well, even just like there were people wrongly in the past didn't see a problem with what they were doing. Well, but, but it was still wrong. Well, it goes back to I, I can really, really be passionate about a life I don't have to live in. Right. Right. What that means is it don't affect me. So too bad for y'all. <laughs> So what we're seeing is, and this was a comparison I was trying to make, if LeBron James continues his phenomenal success, which I think he will, they might be a statue to him outside the the L.A. arena where the Lakers play. And years and years from now, maybe a hundred years, who knows, people may come along and go, these people supported slavery in China and rip that statue down. Yep. Good. And so you, you you try to imagine that now, and you go, well, that couldn't happen. I oh, mean, it's just it ask Frederick it, Douglass if it can happen. Yeah, his guy pulled Frederick. And I'm I'm not <laughs> defending what people in our past did, but I'm saying is it's very difficult when you start trying to judge what was going on in people's minds a long time ago. I, it was wrong. I think it was wrong. But you see how these things can happen. Well, and the scenario I yeah. gave you a hundred years in the future is very plausible. Yeah. Well, what it happens is we 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 go home team. It's, look, we right. all we right. all struggle with this too. So it's good for me. Yeah. yeah I got it. it goes into the thing just like in politics, and this is and you try not to do this. Now, sometimes you may be accused of doing this, and you can prove you didn't. But but if somebody says, "All right, I'm voting for," I'll just I'll just I'm the I'm voting for the Democrat. Okay, you're voting for the Democrat. 
and I find this behavior repulsive in a Republican. Well, now your candidate's doing that too. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, so you don't hold the Democratic candidate to the same standard you hold the Republican candidate. I do not. And your football team. They cheat. We don't. It's, it's just that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't like what's happening here with law enforcement in my own country. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with what's going on in China under a communist dictatorship that dabbles that dabbles in capitalism when they need money, but then yeah, but yeah. then they but they 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 put a wall up to where the individual people don't have access to capitalism. The government does. When you but look the at people don't. When you look and, at Mao Zedong and everything that's going on, China has probably mm-hmm. killed mm-hmm. more political prisoners than anybody on the planet. Mm-hmm. Stalin, Hitler combined. Yeah. So what you do is you say Derek Chauvin, which we all agree with, bad. And the latest footage even shows it's, oh, it's, yeah. even, it's even worse. Horrendous. Derek Horrendous. Chauvin, bad. Okay, we're all in agreement with that. China, I go bad, and then all of a sudden NBA goes good. Mm-hmm. What? No, what? I thought we were. Wait a minute. <laughs> they are Derek Chauvin. I mean, I mean, what? I mean, yeah. what are you talking about? I, I, I can. Yeah, I think we're all good. Derek Chauvin, you agree? Bad. Got it. I agree. China, bad. Good. Who said good? Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA. What? Have you seen how they? I mean, they go and plow the churches down. I mean, whenever they think you're getting a little too rowdy over there. You talk about no freedom. So, who, who said good? <laughs> huh? Who was oh, that's, that? That's the NBA. Oh, wow. You'll well, take a few more of these calls. <laughs> right. We got bogged down a little bit. Right. Jonathan Isaac, good? No, <laughs> bad. Bad. China, good? Jonathan Isaac, bad? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. to the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Three, two, one. Uh, hey, hey, wanna, anybody want to take on that name out of Dallas, Texas, there on line one? Mumbia? 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 Dallas, Texas. How you say your name? Uh, Nubia. Nubia? Nubia. That's an N? Yes. Nubia. Okay. Hello, Nubia. Thanks for calling. <laughs> uh, great. Well, um, I was just going to clarify if nobody has already how to say the hurricane name, only because that's what my mother calls my son. So I've been yelling at the YouTube the last couple of days when y'all been trying to say it. Yes, okay. And I hate to say Greg's been the closest uh, with uh-huh. Isaiah. Isaiah. I mean, y'all say it correct. Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah, so it's Rick, don't say that. So Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah. Is, is that do, do you put an S Isaias. on the end? Isaiah. Rick. Correct. Isaiah. Yes. Uh, yes. Speedy keeps making this noise. When you say something in someone's Isaias. native language and you use like like my wife is is learning to speak French right now. You know what they want her to do? Say it with a proper English, I mean a French accent. Right. And so if yeah. I, I say, say if I say a Spanish name and I do it in the Spanish correct pronunciation. Isn't that the way you want to do well, it? Well, in today's Isaias. cancel culture, you know, you can say Isaiah. Does it bother you, Numbia? Numbia, does it bother you? It does. Per, me personally, no, it does not bother me because you're saying it right compared to others. In so, your face, Speedy. In your Isaias. face. I'm just trying to protect you from yourself. Isaias. You know, just like I said about when they taught me how to properly say Nicaragua. Okay. You know, you roll Nicaragua. the R. You roll it. Nicaragua. Nicaragua. You don't go Nicaragua. <laughs> Like Speedy would say, what do you think that sounds better? 
<laughs> yeah, all right, let's try it. Oh, is it Isaias? Oh, is it Isaias? Isaias. You say yeah. That's how you say it. She yeah, finds. We're she all, say, we're she all just saying. She just said that when you say it that yeah. way, you say it more right. correctly. I'm just we're, trying we're to just, dive on. We're just all hoping we get to the J quickly. Are you Mister Hernandez? <laughs> Are you Mister Hernandez? Well, you take it a little far. I'm just yeah. guys. I don't know. I'm telling you, this is the way to do it. Listen to Numbia. She knows. Right. She's her son. It's the way to do it. Numbia, it just she just confirmed it. Thank you, Numbia. Thank you for calling and setting the record straight. Isa, yes. Is your name Jose? Your name is Jose. Rick, Rick, yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, buddy. I'm telling you, y'all wrong on this. Hey, if you some of these baseball players, you don't say to Jesus. No, thank I, you. I thought that was the name when I was a kid. I saw I that. Jesus, I, I said, I bet he's a heck of a hitter. I said, that's a little bold, don't you think? <laughs> Speedy would be like, Speedy be like, hey, I'm from Mississippi. Is your name Jesus? <laughs> no, it is Jesus. That's how I talk. I talk like this. That's a little bit. <laughs> so you, you, want, you want to call him Jesus or you want to call him Jesus? I can call him Jesus, not Jesus. <laughs> you said the name like that. I don't even know what you just did. That, that's not even an accent. You did. My I name mean, is Jesus. Kind of like. I, we can say San Antonio, San Antonio. No, like that's Adam. a terrible example. <laughs> I don't know what you're. Hey, buddy, you're, I know your baby brother. You can calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I got it up there for you in the top of the hour on this too. <laughs> Mark on the move. Mark, go ahead. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Good, man. Great. Great. Uh, I was watching the Jay Show last Thursday. I know y'all probably don't. I should have been listening to y'all, but yes, you um, should have. <laughs> But uh, they had the, the head of the FDA on was being interviewed by Savannah Guthrie, and they were talking specifically about hydroxychloroquine, and they said he said that the FDA declined emergency use uh, of hydroxychloroquine at the request of another government agency called BARDA, and that's B-A-R-D-A. And I can only come up with one reason why they would do that. And that's to advance other new drugs and, and to hold down one that works. You know, I, it's hard not to at least entertain that thought, and we certainly have on the program, too. You, you and, have to look at it. Yeah, you but, do. Because it, some of it just doesn't seem to make sense, especially when we have callers and doctors that are on equal standing and one doctor would say, yeah, you know, hydroxychloroquine, just not enough tests. We had side effects. Then you have another doctor who you have just as much respect for. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it to patients. and it, it is showing some success, seems to uh, help with the symptoms and cut down the time they're sick. Okay, I, I, have, I mean, I mean, I you, you, just, you, you just talked to two different people that said two different things. Exactly. I, I flipped on the TV yesterday, just happened to flip it on during lunch. What about ACS? And Trump was giving his, his update. And you know what drug he was praising? Resdesimir. Said they're having really good results from it. And I thought, there's the end of it. He's try- It's a kiss yeah. of death. He's trying to run sorry it. Sorry, you do it on purpose. I'm sorry, UAB. I think he is too. I sorry, think, UAB. I think he's whoever in, whoever yeah. came up with Resdesimir, I'm sorry. The president likes it. Y'all are doomed. Yep. Uh, let's go to. Really good result. Really good. Tony in, in <laughs> Houston, for that. Houston, Texas. Tony, go ahead. Gentlemen, how we doing today? Good. Great. Great. Hey, Boba, did you stick with the uh, the uh, Demo 2 coverage uh, long enough to watch any of the interview? Uh, I did not. I saw them uh, get them out of the capsule, and I think I dozed off. Did you hear about what Even happened? I didn't stick with it that long. I was browsing YouTube, and uh, 
So they got them out of the castle. They bobbed them around the Pacific for a while. They put them on a jet. They fly them to Houston. Welcome back to Earth. Here's some gravity. You know what they did at the press conference? Outside under the canopy. Hey, here's some humidity for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I believe I would have stayed inside. Have you seen the the – Tony, have you seen the latest – uh, of what? They tested both of them. They both got COVID. <laughs> you know what? what they wasn't wearing a mask when they got off because mm-hmm. they knew they didn't have it. You talking about isolation? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Earth. Got a pandemic going here. Yeah. Take your helmet off. Yeah. Pass. No, thank you. <laughs> I think I'll take another lap. What's next? Y'all gonna have school? You know, I haven't heard that the capsule was scorched a little more than I thought it would be. I, I'm still wanting to hear. Did it? Did everything work like it needed to, or is that expected? Or yeah, when I saw the capsule, they, they all get burned a little bit, but you know the the Apollo capsule wasn't quite that smoked up. I tell you what, it looked like to me the way I like my marshmallow perfectly. Yeah, 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 a little toasty. Yeah, toasty I, on I don't want it black, but I like it about that color right there. Top of the hour. Yes, yes, Eight six six. Yes, yes. We be big is the number. If you leave us, have a big day. You got more Rick and Bubba. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Morgan Freeman. Fact of the matter is, the Rick and Bubba show was something I could not do without. Ah, yes. Changing the landscape of radio forever. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza. And teleport, you got Rick and Bubba. We'll update you on everything going on uh, in the wacky world in which we live. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all here. Let's get some breathe a little bit. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Put your hands together. Rocket mic number two, Bill Bubba Bus. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba Show. So we have somebody to start the hour that has just finished hydroxychloroquine. <gasps> I hope Fauci doesn't know about this. Uh, and so so we'll see. Uh, so, Keith, uh, wh- wh- how did you end up with it and what happened? Well, um, my daughter's a nurse. And mm-hmm. it's I ended up getting it that way sometime around the first part of July. And um, I couldn't, uh, you know, I, I didn't feel that great. You know, some chills and stuff, but nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And I called the doc. I, you know, we uh, own two businesses, and I, I needed to be at work. You know, I need to do some stuff, mm. and I can distance myself from people and work. But uh, I asked the doctor, called him, and said, "I want some. Can you give me some prednisone? Just give me some energy so I can just get up and go." And uh, they said, "No, don't come see us. You, you, you know, if you feel like you need help, go to the emergency room." Well, I tested positive again and again, 
And the fourth time, three weeks later, I tested positive, and I started having some, you know, some breathing issues a little bit. I felt like I was getting pneumonia. I didn't feel like it was the coronavirus still. I felt like I was getting some after effects in my in my lungs. So I called the doctor and I said, y'all got to do something. I said, I'm still testing positive, and I feel like I got, some, you know, some stuff going on, pneumonia. Well, the nurse practitioner just, I mean, she prescribed me, you know, uh, four things, zinc and hydroxychloroquine and um, uh, antibiotic and prednisone. And literally within 24 hours after I started taking that concoction, I felt like I could, I felt like I could walk to Montgomery and back or run to Montgomery and back. I was so energized. Some of it I know was the prednisone, but um, the hydroxy, she said to take it for seven, you know, she gave me seven days and anything over seven days is a little, starts getting a little risky, a little dangerous. And, you know, during all this, I found out that, you know, now I don't, this is what people have told me. I cannot confirm this, but they said that the doctors in the hospital locally were taking hydroxychloroquine to prevent them mm. or, you know, if they did get coronavirus, it would shorten the virus uh, mm-hmm. or keep them from getting it altogether. Which well, I don't, don't even go prophylactic. You'll really be in trouble. Oh, yeah. yeah, you go prophylactic, they'll come and rescue you. You can't even say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, before this was evil, I saw an interview with a New York emergency room doctor who said they were that the whole staff was taking it Yeah. Mm-hmm. before well, the, this was yeah. evil. The pharmacy people been telling So you're that. saying you mm-hmm. were getting where you couldn't breathe or you felt some some, <laughs> some stress coming on your breathing. They put you on hydroxychloroquine. Mm-hmm. They gave you the zinc. They gave you the prednisone, and they gave you a, an antibiotic, and in 24 hours you felt like a new man. Yeah, I felt like a new man, and when, you know, and prednisone will do that to you. Understood. Well, can't just it don't help you. It don't help you breathe better, though. Uh, well, it does. It, well, it takes care of the inflammation. Well, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And yeah. I use it to to you know every time I get it for allergies or a cold, I always clean my garage out. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I can't sleep. <laughs> right. Yeah, I do that, and I also eat an entire horse. <laughs> oh. Nah. Yeah. Rick, you can't. You just oh, can't yeah. get enough. Yeah. No, your appetite just goes through the roof. You start <laughs> thinking. You start saying, "I'm gonna try things I've never even thought of." <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so how's the after effects of having Corona? I mean, what are you dealing with the most every day? Is it how your lungs and and not your breathing, <laughs> Rick? Breathing is absolutely fine now. I've been off of. Um, I finished my last dose a week ago today of hydroxy and i just took my last prednisone tapering off it i took the last dose this morning but i feel goodbye friend my 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 breathing's great i played in a actually i played in a a scramble yesterday um um in auburn and i I, you know i mean it was like it was a youth for christ scramble i it was hot i'm talking to you off at 7 30 brutal hot yes it was i could tell by the end of the round i was a little fatigued Mm -hmm. uh more than i normally would be but um but that's it i mean i'm you know, I, I'm. How long I'm, before you think I'm, the other guys to... get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Keith. Can I can I ask you can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Oh, sure. Can we have a pint of your plasma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. I, I need to donate. They say yeah. that you know to do it now. I don't know. You know, I tested positive uh, two weeks ago. Today is when I tested positive, and then the day after that's when they prescribed me the stuff. So. I don't know, you know, to donate when I go in. I mean, who who knows? Am I going to test positive again? Some people say that you know that you can test positive thirty, forty days. Oh my goodness! But well, if you're not you're not contagious. 
yeah. but you're testing yeah. positive. I've got a theory on this, these, some of these positive things. Every time I say it, people look at me like, you didn't come up with that. Uh, but, it, but but some you know what I mean there's like no nah, way you can't I tell you that. what I tell you what I'd like to do somebody Rick, told you that hey we could do it we could do the most public test of all on it I'd like to have about five of them right here we we used to test with and we do one it's a real person and we put other things in the other mm-hmm. by the way what comes back. Since, since you're out there on all the big stories now you mind planting some of them Chinese seeds and see what happens <laughs> did you see that story I did yeah I did we got a story on that oh, hey thanks seeds. man I'm glad you're okay Keith oh. Woke yeah, up. we got we got we got seed stories today. Yes, yeah, seed. <laughs> now, do you think this, Greg? I like you've ruined everything. Greg. Well, you know that's my job, buddy. The minute I saw this, I there, thought right? I, I had it. I pulled it. Should be on the top. No, here it is. Yeah, yeah. I had the. Um, well, as soon as I saw this, <laughs> Greg ruins everything. I thought I this guy's FOS. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> yeah, things made up. Like, I'm, I apologize that I, I gave you awareness. I didn't well, enjoy anything. Well, you remember back when you said that it's, it's a curse. Now you've brought me into the curse. <laughs> you could have took the red pill or the blue pill. A guy, <laughs> a guy in Boonville, Arkansas, uh, says that he actually planted some of the seeds, which I don't know why he did this. Uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture is asking people who received the unsolicited seeds Don't from China not yeah. to plant them. He said, "He said we brought them down here and planted the seeds just to see what would happen." Thanks, buddy. Mm. He said, "Every two weeks, mm-hmm. I come by and put Miracle Grow on it." At a boy, he said, and "These things just start growing like crazy." <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> what is it? And uh, they said that uh, the ag officials there have not been able to identify the plant that bears orange flowers mm. and white squash-like fruit. Watch it. What? Uh, and the Department of, uh, of, of Ag there in Arkansas said they're taking plants for further investigation. And then, of course, it goes back to all the different people. That's a hibiscus. And mm. it even gets in the brushing scam again. I don't know why we keep going back mm. to that. Dig them up. But we got a guy in Arkansas. He just put them out in the ground, put Miracle Grow on, says, see what happens. He said, hey, they're growing like crazy. <laughs> I don't know what they are. But hey, they buddy, get... you're killing us. Yeah. Okay. We don't be. You, you can't keep Billy Wayne from doing stuff like this. He's gonna get. <laughs> Once seeds. he heard not plant oh, him, that's the first thing. He did. Yeah, you you can bet he's gonna plant it. Solid guy. <laughs> I, I just that gummit. I just guys, don't plant. Hey guys, hey everybody, listen. I know some of y'all have done it. That hear me right now. You have planted these seeds. <laughs> if I get any, I promise you, I'll plant them just so we can have a little project. Don't plant just them. Just seed. Greg, we're I know you're going to. to. But Greg, what if it's got something in it and it it like it, what? It's it's uh, genetically engineered, and it's got something that when it comes in contact with other stuff, it's going to start killing people. Who hey, knows? Hey, Giant I, 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 trap. hey, Greg, down here by my down here by my fig tree, I planted two of them. You did, <laughs> hey, Lake Mitchell. <laughs> but uh, I how admit, they looking? I've admitted I planted a couple down for them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I ate don't. a couple of them like sunflowers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> hey, good news. <laughs> the, uh, I, uh, don't don't put don't do anything with these seeds, y'all. Seriously, yeah. just sit on them for right now. Well, don't even sit on them. Just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scrubbing definitely don't sit on them. Brushing is not. You know scrubbing. what I mean. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Oh, it brings me 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big is our number. Bubba, we continue. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. 
Bubba, we have a heartfelt apology from actor Ryan Reynolds and actress actress Blake Lively. Uh, they are, and I want to be clear: they're not just sorry; they're unreservedly sorry. That's, is that different? Is that I, like I'm I, more I never, sorry? I don't have any reservation. I'm so sorry. I, I mean, don't even think there's a moment of me that doesn't think I'm sorry. So you're telling me you can take it past the level of <laughs> "Hey, I'm sorry." That don't yeah. cover it. Yes, yeah, so that's not going to do it. No, un- that just doesn't no, do it. it. Doesn't. Greg, this is our new thing. So what, Greg? You're sorry that you did that? Well, let me ask you this: Are you have any reservations about it? Are <laughs> no, you unreservedly sorry? No, I'm not that far. I'm just just I'm, just regular. I'm sorry. just regular sorry. Good night. So I'm sick and tired. Well, they want to come out and they want to declare. They deeply regret, Bubba. They deeply regret. Now, this was in 2012. Oh, my goodness. They deeply <laughs> regret that eight years ago oh. that they got married at the controversial, wait for it, hold your breath, Boone Hall. <gasps> Watch it. Boone Hall, a former plantation in South mm-hmm. Carolina. It was 2012 then. And they had seen the venue on Pinterest. Last May, Pinterest banned plantation-style wedding content, meaning photos of Lively and Reynolds no longer will be put on the photo-sharing platform, and that made headlines. So mm. in 2012, it took them eight years to realize, hey, you know, looking back on the plantation-style wedding. Now, in 2012, of course, that's been a long time. Uh, 2012, we were pretty aware of what went on at plantations, if I recall. Well, I, I don't remember being... Like unaware in 2012, do you, Bubba, of what a plantation was? Didn't know it was did. You know, or, yeah, I, I don't think it approachable. makes approachable. I, I didn't know. You, I don't think it makes you uh, pro-slavery to uh, to go to a beautiful old house and have your wedding there, unless you can somehow find documentation that before the wedding, Ryan Reynolds was heard saying, "You know, I've always wanted to get married where they had slaves because that's just going to make my marriage a lot better." And I'm, I'm looking for a venue where there weren't slaves, or that's the only place I want to get married. Now, if you have that. Then he's got something to apologize about. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't think that any of that came into play. They saw a house that they thought looked like that's kind of a cool place to get married. That's pretty much it. You shouldn't apologize. What's your intentions? What were your intentions? Is my point. Greg, they're unreservedly. Okay. If that's possible, then I can be better than sorry. I ain't just sorry. Do you know how much reservation they have about apologizing? I'd be zero. None. (laughs) Blake Lively said, We never had to worry about preparing our kids for different rules of law or what might happen. If we were pulled over in a car, we don't know what it's like to experience the the life day in and day out. We can't imagine feeling that kind of fear and anger. We're ashamed that in the past we've allowed ourselves to be uninformed about how deeply rooted systemic racism truly is. You know what? If you want to be concerned about systemic racism, that's good, but I'm not sure how that ties to your 2012 wedding. Yeah. So you didn't know anything about that in 2012? It just, I, I mean, and, and does that mean you don't care about it if you had your wedding? I mean, Ryan, at, at Ryan, Ryan, I don't house? think that means you're a slavery supporter no. if you had your Was wedding. Was Ryan Reynolds yeah. dressed as like Colonel Sanders or something? Right. I mean, what, what, <laughs> I in the, what, what was the Did he have a sword? Did Blake Lively come down the yeah. aisle in blackface? What? What is, I mean, what, I, I, what, what are we, I don't understand this. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful old home yeah. that's out in, in a very rolling green area, I'm sure. I've seen it. And people have weddings in places like this all the time. Yeah. It does not mean that you – how about I bet the people that own the house don't condone slavery. No, that exactly. Uh, that has it, nothing to do with condoning anything. Right. It, and it's um, – but if you, you can still have your wedding wherever you want to have it, and uh, and as long as you uh, – you know, I'm, 
I, I just don't. So. Now they're a, they're a pretty big power couple. For as uh, Hollywood, Greg, are they in the Illuminati and all that? Yeah, you I'm, know? Sure that, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they both both. Do are. you get a pass for that? Uh, See if they're shooting any Illuminati signs in the pictures. Well, at the what plantation. are the what are the signs? I can't remember. I, I, well, that one has really. I know everybody's locked yeah. into the OK yeah. sign. Yeah. Is that, what all does that mean? A lot of people grabbing the diamond, the all-seeing eye. Yeah, guys, that's that. So we're learning: no more yeah. getting married at houses that might have been plantations. Whew. I guess from a certain era, you can't. Okay, even right. though you had that, never crossed your mind. Right. Well, you know. it does now. Well, we're, then you're going to have to unreservedly apologize. And listen, they went ahead and dropped 200k to the NAACP, which is a good thing if that's what you need to do. But bragging about it, how about you do it and just not tell anybody? They they you say know, yeah. I, been, I mean that's a, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with Greg, we, that money. Though. Greg, we mm-hmm. didn't even. But remote. I want to announce that I did, so everybody'll see how yeah. mm-hmm. sorry I am. Look right. at how unracist I really am. Yeah, Greg, I'm how about do I, it and just keep your mouth shut? Greg, I didn't even. I I never thought of this in 2012. You know that was eight whole years ago. Yeah, I never even thought about it. Well, it, yeah, Greg, it was way back in 2012. It continues. Massachusetts appeal court says the term grandfathering will no longer be used in its decisions citing its origin in post-Civil War laws that prevented black people from exercising their right to vote. I, you know, I, I'd never heard that. I didn't I know that. Know. And I don't think most people did. Grandfathering uh, again, is often, I'm going back to intent. Grandfathering is often used to explain yeah. why new zoning rules do not apply to existing buildings. Yeah. But but the it's term— It's like when a rule changes, somebody who uh, was already in that position— will not be affected by it. In other words, they, they basically get a pass. Any new things done yeah. will have to fall on the new law. But let me ask you this. If, if that is, uh, you know, I, I haven't read the story totally, if that is the case, or what are they proposing the word, what do we replace it with if that has to be done away with? Because yeah. it's hard to explain grandfathering without yeah, saying yeah. grandfathering. Yeah, because everybody knows that term. So how do you how do you explain it? Yeah, see, I took that term as you look at the lineage of someone's family, and you know, you're in the lineage grandfathered in. I I, I didn't know it even had any other. I no, understood I the term and didn't have any that. idea what its origin was. No, and probably could have got on been okay. Uh, the one I remember Greg the most. And it's sad that this is my memory, but this you have to understand this is old Rick. <laughs> that I was grandfathered into the 21 year old uh, drinking age. Because mm-hmm. it was nineteen when I became nineteen, right? So they didn't make me. I was if you if I showed my ID, yeah, then they would say, "Well, you're grandfathered in." Yeah, you even play though, by the, I was the even same even, you play by the old even though you're yeah. only twenty, right? When when you were nineteen, you were no, given no, 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 like the no, hunting no, license, 19. hunting license. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know it had any, but undoubtedly we're gonna we can no longer say. But I'm with you, Bob. I'm waiting on the new word. Yeah, well, I thought it was simply too old to worry about it. <laughs> that's the way Mac Daddy uh, would tell me. It's dang. just I'm too old to worry about it. Well, I yeah. think I if, if you're yeah. going to take yeah. a word out and declare you can't use it anymore, shouldn't you also have to present the new word at the same yes. time? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because the need's still there. Mm-hmm. Correct. We got, we, we, yeah, we, we got issues. We are, now, we, we are now in need of a word. Somebody help us. By the way. Somebody. I just got a text from uh, one of my friends who happens to be black. He said, tell me what's happening. I'm not listening to the show. My life just got better. Did Ron Reynolds, Ron Reynolds finally apologize <laughs> for his? And by the way, I heard I don't have to worry about the evil word grandfathering anymore. Yeah. And let me ask you. He, say, he says I don't know what did it, but something that's made my life better. And I'm I'm hoping it's these two things. Yeah. Let's say I've already booked a wedding at a plantation house, and my grandfather didn't be offended. <laughs> Can I go ahead and do it? Because I didn't know it was offensive until today. <laughs>
That's all I want. If somebody asks you, are you are you having a wedding at a plantation house? Say, no, it's just a house with columns. This is a big white column house. It's just no, but it's a plantation. No, it's not. <laughs> it's got plantation shutters in it. Though. <laughs> no, it's just got window dressing. <laughs> Can I even go to a Civil War battlefield? I don't know. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Phones are coming in. We'll chat with you. Come on. A long distance directory assistance. Come on. Every court two on two. I say, hey, hey, mama, this, this is Mr. Rhythm and Blues. All right, so a couple things we'll hit before we get to the phones. One of them is gabby.com slash Bubba. Some of the most – we've had a lot of clients that garner a lot of email. I don't know that anybody has garnered more than – Gabby.com slash Bubba. People are going, hey, I, I just realized I was paying too much for my auto insurance. I mean, like, big time. I was paying too much for my homeowners. I mean, like, big time. Yeah, look, I know I know. Bobby's been y'all's insurance agency in the family ever since <laughs> you was a little boy. I got it. But you might want to give Bobby's rate a check. You know, he, he's locked that client down for so long, he's, he's forgotten all about it. And he's a good guy. Maybe he takes care of you. But you might want to check and see, now that you're grown, uh, if Bobby's giving you the best deal, and you can find out by going to Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com slash Bubba. We need a little bit of information from you about your insurance. Take about two minutes. Then you're going to see 40 of the top insurance providers pop up. And this costs you nothing, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it, it pops up, and you look at Progressive and Nationwide and Travelers and State Farm and all state farmers, really, when I say 40, many others, and you'll look at your coverage and what you're paying for it, you'll look at the same coverage from them and see if any of them offer you a better deal. And you can do that with your home and your, your car. And like I say, the emails are, are coming in. I saved this much. I saved that much. Some people saving thousands because they have multiple vehicles. So um, take a look today. The average savings, $825 a year is average. They won't sell your, your information, so you don't have to worry about annoying spam or robocalls. Uh, it is totally free to check your rate with no obligation. takes about two minutes. So go to GabbyGabi.com slash Bubba or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors and send us an email. Let us hear what uh, what they saved for you if they did. And if they don't, then you know you've got the best rate out there, so you feel good about that too. So we have a, an, a, an MSNBC producer resigning from the network mm-hmm. with a scathing letter. Uh, and who would have thought this? And we won't read the whole letter, but who would have thought this? Anybody? Is this surprising anybody? And this is not some staunch conservative. Said she was told by her friends to stay there. She was already getting upset about it. She says at MSNBC, they block diversity of thought and they amplify fringe voices. She said, hmm. like, I was, she said, I, I like, I, we were trying to cover COVID 19. And I kept saying as a producer, shouldn't we be covering the actual disease and how it's going? And I was told, no, we need to cover how Trump's not doing enough. Uh, and then when we should, should we also, cover how Joe Biden is doing something. Nope, just cover Trump. <laughs> and she says, I just got to the point, this is not journalism. And, and she says this is, what's, this is what's happened to journalism as a whole, which I would agree with her. Uh, but she's, uh, she said, look, I'm, I was in the belly of the beast, and, uh, and we, uh, we pick and choose what we report and what we don't report. And the more fringe your point of view is, uh, the more you're going to get airtime. And the more level-headed and common sense the – approach the you're not going to get any airtime 
and and we're going to say uh, let's go after Trump, uh, and we're not going to tell you what uh, what Biden's doing on the same thing. She said uh, it's it, it it's all about how we can get the highest ratings and what we it's about shocking all to try to get people to check out what we're doing. Wow. It has nothing to do with journalism, and I could not do it anymore. That's a paraphrase, but that's really. What her uh, well, I, if they're striving for ratings at MSNBC, they're a very depressed group. Yes, um, you, you know, here's the thing: any organization is not going to be perfect, even if they're striving to be balanced. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a click to the left, a click to the right. Okay, and you know what? I don't even mind that. I understand that, but when you just go all the way over on the scale and peg against the, you know, the needle is against the peg is when it gets a little silly. And that's, that's really where MSNBC is. Yeah. And she says the, the editorial process is everything's baked in it. It's all from a point of view. Used to be the editorial was set aside. Right, right. What's next is an editorial. Right, and you, you know, can everything. Have a, everything else was. You us, can have commentary. I'm but station then manager. News, yeah, I'm station manager. I'm gonna tell you how I personally feel about it mm-hmm. in the newspaper or on the TV or on the radio. Uh, but but when I'm not talking, the rest of it's just us giving you journalism. Right. Yeah. She said now everything is one never-ending editorial process. She quoted what she described as a successful and insightful TV veteran who told her, talking about the industry now, we are a cancer and there is no cure. But if you could find a cure, it would change the world, meaning journalism is over. Mm-hmm. Can't, this, this baking everything in editorial commentary is a cancer that destroyed journalism, and if you can find a way to destroy the cancer, you would save journalism. Mm. But um, anyway. Yeah. That's, that's a that's a big behind the curtain story there. It is. It's out there. MSNBC producer has quit and and put a scathing letter. Out. She'll, well, be can- Rick, she'll be canceled, the and they'll be able to get. Oh a job yeah, before again, long they'll come up with yeah. something weird about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Look, you, you could just go to their network and look yeah. at every story they run about Trump is negative. Look, I understand Trump's not perfect. He's going to do some things, but let, let's just say the stories were 60 negative, forty percent four. You go well, you know, maybe that's all right for them. They're a little click to the left. But when it's 100% negative, you go, this ain't even, I mean, this ain't, this is a tabloid now, you know? Well, it, it goes back to when, when you see this, and I saw this on MSNBC, they report about the, you know, not blanking around militia in Louisville. Right, right. Well, they don't even mention the accidental discharge of the weapon. They don't even have it in the story. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, that's news. <laughs> If you're just reporting, and you you can yeah, just right. you can just report they're here, this is why they're here, this is their intentions. They're not associated with Black Lives Matter. Uh, they are their own organization. They believe that uh, being fully armed is the only thing that people who oppress understand. Uh, they were in Louisville to demand that the officers involved in the Brianna uh, Taylor trial that they all be removed, not just one of them, and they need to be brought to justice. While they were there, one of the people uh, in a military-type formation accidentally discharged the weapon, shooting five people. Three of them had to be hospitalized. Oh, yeah. Okay. There, that, that's reporting. Mm-hmm. But then you watch, and they, they, that didn't happen. You know what their reporting was? A standoff between the white racist militia and the black militia. That's how they reported it. No mention of anything other than that. See that's 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 baked in it's it. It's not true. That's it's baked, not it's yeah. not accurate. 
to uh, Drew in Tuscaloosa. Drew, welcome to the program, buddy. You got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. How are y'all doing today? Good. Great. Good. Uh, the Katie Ledecky swimming with the chocolate milk. I was just wondering mm-hmm. if Bubba could put a skull cap on and swim a lap or two around with h- trying to hold that on his head. <laughs> I'd like that to see that. that while dipping That's... a cookie in it. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> hey, that was pretty impressive. What well, if you were like, could you, could you like, could you tread water with it, Bubba? Uh, <laughs> I did. Look, look, you could eat like. This is up here with giant produce. I mean, it's, yeah. it's I'll like, give you that. It's not like hey, I'm shaking, but I thought. So but giant produce, but but doing thing. that stroke and keeping your head and not no, moving. No, it. I understand hey, it, but I just don't. You know, well, I mean, I wasn't like thrilled. I didn't like yeah, go. Oh right. my god, no. it's the greatest that's thing a still head. How about I, I? don't want to have to walk with a glass or something <laughs> on my head. Yeah. You, you tell me, swim. You, you tell me, she swam out of the swam out of the Gulf of Mexico into the Pacific Ocean <laughs> and, and, and didn't stop swimming until she got to land and fought two sharks. I'm in. Okay, I can I can hold chocolate milk on top of my head. Okay. Yeah, but there's more to it than that. That's hard. No, to I, no, I know it's hard. It's very difficult. And then she took a drink out of it when she finished. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And that's she fine. Did take it. Pop. I'm just talking about well, why? But why? I, agree. I wish that was you, watch Greg. Yes. I wish that was you. Look, it's not exactly. Now that's amazing though that she can hold her no, head that steady it, while, it doing, actually, while doing the freestyle. It's 100. I know this sounds crazy, this but is, y'all this... don't steal Greg's joy. That doesn't happen much, right? I Look, I like right. to see somebody swim with chocolate milk on their heads. I, I mean, I got to apologize for that. You should. That's a shock. You don't to me. see that every day. But I mean, why do you? You of all people should be against. Well, this. I don't think it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, right. oh my God, you ain't gonna believe what I saw. It's, I mean, not, it's not one of those. It's not. It's not. So you want her in the ocean? Well, here's the question. I just got I to thinking trying like, to hold your head that steady while swimming. Yeah. It goes back to but comments. why? But why? Well, what if why she's sw- gonna do? What if she swam through the hurricane? Because it was yeah, there. Now you got something. Now, now you got something. Okay. I see those big old waves. She's come over the top. Look at her taking the pop off. And then it's still that's chocolate milk. Be careful. But I have some chlorine <laughs> no, in there. What's she swimming through? <laughs> I, just all kinds of stuff. Sharks. <laughs> this, this, but no, that, I just. Now, if I, she could swim with one of them long wheelbase natty lights on there. What I'm saying is no one. <laughs> it all goes back to that. <laughs> nobody's going to put this down on on this day in history. No, I agree with <laughs> you. Know, I, mean, I won't I remember. Might, Rick, I, I won't remember. Depends what else I got out there. Greg, you know, nobody's going to have a car tag from her state. They have first to swim with chocolate milk on the I will give you this, Rick. I had to talk myself into going, now, why would that be difficult? And then I did. You're right. It wasn't in the me- you're, I agree. I'll give you that. Yeah. I didn't look at that and go, because I see things and go, y'all got to see this. That mm. was not This what is I not Kitty Hawk. No, no, I, mean, I agree. She, 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 but I did. Th- it took me a minute, but <laughs> yeah, I had Kitty to think Hulk. and go, you know, I still, it looks really easy. But <laughs> she I didn't invent a new stroke. She didn't mm-hmm. say, here's a better way to swim. Well, is it some, Is there anything that y'all can do that's really amazing, like, that y'all, do y'all have some type of ability or anything that y'all could <laughs> That's do? Amazing, yeah, like like a other trick than, or I'm something about, like that. Are you, are you talking about uh, I have other no trick? Like talking, like for her, she's got a steel head and can swim across the pool with some milk on her head. Yeah, we're not saying well, apparently it's not do? a useful talent, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just so you're saying other than our outstanding BS meter, <laughs> right? Something beyond, <laughs> yeah. 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 I know we have ability. <laughs> you have ability to get people think, <laughs> things done. Right, you know, and, and you're comparing that to swim with milk. No, on I'm your not. Head. I'm asking what I y'all could do. Y'all aren't. Milk on your head you're not responding. Well, is there anything you could do? I know you no. got web feet. Can you I do t- anything with that? I, I told you, you I'm, un- I'm unaffected by time change. <laughs> yeah. well, I just don't know if that's a real useful you, superpower. And I can't wear watches. Uh, now suddenly that swim. You have, you have I, don't have, I don't have a lot of talent. You can eat for five hours straight. No, I'm not. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour rick and bubba show thanks for being with us 866 we be big the number 
Uh, we got your phone calls coming in, too. We'll, we'll hit some of those on the way out. Bubba, somebody's saying there's some in the media, I would describe them as those that hope Joe Biden will win the presidency because their advice to Biden is just don't debate Trump. Yeah, yeah. well, I could give you that advice. <laughs> Let me tell you, if I was in the Biden campaign, I would say keep him in the bunker, <laughs> give me some yeah. kind of vice presidential candidate we can market, and do not let him debate Trump in any way, shape, or form. I would never even, no way I would let him debate Trump. No. Um, Rick, also, um, no way. The we were supposed to hear about Biden's vice presidential pick. I know. When and it has up? been pushed back two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to know why? Some of the people on the inside have said, well, this is supposed to be a process where we bring forward a minority female. This is going to be big. But all it has done is pit female against female. Okay. And now they're arguing in the press. Mm-hmm. And they're all, all the dirt is being drudged up on all of them. I don't know if you saw this last lady that they were, that they were uh, looking at. She, <laughs> they dug up a speech she had gave uh, praising Scientology and Castro. Oh, nice. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah. Because no, I think he's discriminating anyway when you said, hey, I, I'm no white males, no black males. Need no, white females need yeah. to apply. Isn't that discriminating? By, by yes. definition, that's racism. Yeah. I, what if he just said He ought to just go get who he thinks is best qualified. Uh-uh. And if it happens to be yeah, absolutely. Who a cares? female and it happens to be uh, a minority, absolutely. then Fine. That, that's great. You mm-hmm. move that ahead. But by saying ahead of time that it's a that it's a quota contest, I think, takes away from whoever he picks. Exactly. Do you love that these people in the media, one of them, of course, is from the Times. I mean, Joe and, do whatever he wants to do. And others. Do you realize or whatever that, he's told to do. How about they, they're, they're literally saying in the media right now, the New York Times has a piece in here saying they do not think uh, that Joe Biden debating Donald Trump is a good, a good plan <laughs> because it gives Trump unfair advantages. Well, isn't that the point? Shouldn't they debate so we can see what we got? How can a debate yeah, that doesn't make any sense? How can a debate give somebody unfair advantage? Rick, that'd be I mean, like, well, we would play this one, the well, Patriots, but we don't want to because they're probably going to beat us. That's exactly what I was you know? thinking. Yeah, that's, hey, I don't we know about that sport. Get them off the schedule Greg, because we're not going to be able to beat. Greg, look, Greg no, why do you think Joe even, Biden shouldn't debate? He's going to like a Raven lunatic. He's going to like an idiot. There's no, there's no reason to debate that. Yes, he doesn't match up good in a head-to-head situation with Trump. Why I mean, won't you I, play Alabama? Well, it'll expose how bad we are. If yeah. I was, have you seen them? <laughs> if I was, if I was uh, Biden's handlers, I would say we ain't going within three miles. Oh, of that. they're going to mm. try every way in the world mm. not to. I Matter of fact, I would keep Joe locked in the basement and, and speak on his behalf. And he can't remember; <laughs> he hasn't announced his pick for VP because he can't remember who's up for it. <laughs> that, every day they give well, the list again. It's like oh, a brand new day. Oh, who yeah. was it? They said he's excited to find out who is going to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He can't wait. Let, let's say, let, just say it's, it's funny. It, let's just say, it, let's say it's Kamala Harris, okay? It's not going to be, but let's say it is. I'm a Kamala. Right. Hey, okay. Let's say it is. A lot of people betting on it. But listen, let's say it's her. This, this, is, this is how they would be training Joe Biden. All right, now say it again. That's right, Kamala. See if you can say that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's right, Kamala. What she said. Okay, what she said. Remember, we don't ever speak on our own, right, Mr. Biden? Okay, just that's right, Kamala, and that's what she said. Can that's you correct. say she? Well, that's what well, she said. That is her pronouns. It is. Okay. Did she announced that one time she was speaking somewhere that she does she okay. and all that. Okay. Because you have to announce that. Watch it. We have to know that. Willie Brown said she was a she. <laughs> oh, Bubba. Good night. It's common knowledge. They don't, even, they don't even hide it. They don't even hide it. Here's when I thought you were reading the email. <laughs> they don't even hide it. Good gracious. 
<laughs> you see how quick you just out. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing about Ned. You know, we weren't in the kitchen, right? <laughs> Y'all, I mean, if you're going to be VP, you need to be able to stand up to that one. Well. <laughs> so we're still on the air, but we're still on the air. <laughs> it's oh. true. Yeah. I love how we all. Hey, I don't. I don't write the news. I just report on it. Guys. Well, you're not gonna work at MS, NBC with that kind of attitude. <laughs> right. Rick, no way, no way, Biden will get her name right. Oh, no, no, of course not, Greg. Come on, man, Kamala, come come here. Todd in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, Todd. Yes, sir. I was going to tell y'all. I was actually at the Reynolds Lively wedding in 2012. You were really? Yes, I was, and it was a themed wedding. What are you doing they there? Came Greg. I'm 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 distantly related to the the Lively family. How about really? That? It was a it was a themed wedding. They came to the altar dressed as Scarlett O'Hara and Rhett Butler. Oh, are you serious? Oh, straight, straight I went all the way that far. <laughs> straight maybe up. They do yeah. need to apologize. No wonder it was unreservedly. <laughs> yeah, the reception was catered by Paula Dean. Oh yeah. Every, Every table had a bottle of Aunt Jemima syrup. Okay. He's, ma- he's making all this. Uh, he's no, 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 no. Tide. We were served Tide. Uncle Ben's rice. Okay. The, the live band was the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> okay. And when, they, and, when they, and when they left the wedding, they were in a limousine painted like the General Lee. Oh, it was oh right. that's a good one. Tide, you're off. See, if he had just hung up in the uh, beginning, we'd still be thinking that's, That's good, Todd. But that would be the – you really would have to unreserve oh, it. you might have to apologize for that one. Yeah. He had you rethinking things. He Spanish thinking. Fort, Wes, <laughs> checking in. Wes, how are you? Yeah, you know, you go to these uh, towns like New Orleans, Savannah, Charleston, all that stuff. They have these booths out there, and they have all whatever kind of tours that they have. You know, New Orleans has the swamp tour, the ghost tour, the, oh, my gosh, plantation tour. <gasps> you know, we've actually, oh, I forgot about we've that. actually been to the uh, – most famous one down there. It was in um, Interview with a Vampire, Oak Alley. I'm sure Adler could pull a picture up easily of it. You see yeah, it. Spooky. Don't be telling Adler what to do. Is that going to be racist? You, hey, and I, I and think... I'm unapologetically enjoyed the, uh, actually unreservedly unapologetically re- enjoyed my visit to Oak Alley. It was real historical. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. Man, you did see where the slaves lived and all that stuff, but, you know. Shouldn't we Shouldn't we be historical? Just shouldn't just, we be educated on that kind of stuff? It doesn't mean that you can don't. Yeah, yeah, right. well, I I, but to your point, I what think. What about that mansion that Fletch lived in? If, Fletch, if, too. If we continue to, to yeah. move on this, I do think, to answer your question, in the climate we're in, I think it would be yes. I think there'll be a call yeah. to close down any tourist attraction oh, yeah. that features plantation life. Absolutely. They may burn the plantation down. You know it? So it will be gone with the wind. You're right. Okay, so, uh, and left I, with the columns. But, um, but I mean, right? Don't, I mean, I don't think that's far fetched. I mean, we, we've got people apologizing for things from 2012 that they didn't quite understand. Yeah. Uh, I'm, lo- I'm looking at a story on Business Insider. Ooh, I'm dead. And it's from July. I'm a sleuth. Of this year, and it's entitled Stop Getting Married at Plantations. Okay. Oh so, wow! So there's some there's some, that's what got them fired up. Well, you know what's going to happen is, guys, if we if you can't get married there, you shouldn't be there at all. I, I mean, mean, it's it's we're going to start this where you can't go on a historical so site. Going there means that you were forced late. I don't. Come on. I don't see that. I, because I don't. You know, 1865. I think's when it ended. And it's 20. I'm just saying, I don't think that you, just because you go there, that means you support slavery that hadn't been there since no. 1865. No. Uh-huh. Right? No. I don't know. But I'm telling you, that's where we're going. Yeah, you're right. Top of the hour.
Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.